Hello, my fellow Christian warriors. This is Mike Sabonic from the ChristianWarriorAcademy.com podcast. Our mission is to bring you real, proven self-defense and physical fitness, as well as biblical and positive information that glorifies the Lord Jesus Christ. This series is the Mike Report, training Christians for battle. I believe Christians are not second-class citizens. Armed with our academy information, you won't be an easy target or a helpless victim. We help you train body, mind, and spirit. Warning, my thoughts, opinions, rantings, and observations are not politically correct and may offend some people. So, brothers and sisters, tune in and gather around for my next show to begin. And hello, listeners. This is Mike with Christian Warrior Academy. Welcome to another Mike Report today. And I've got a really different slash unusual topic for you, and it's going to be insurance. So you're going to be like, what? This this sounds really weird today. But hey, just bear with me. I've got something important I really want to share with you. So again, for those that are just new or catching up with our podcasts and our audio uh, programs, I come to you as sort of the student uh, from a student perspective of things that I've learned from Mark or learned along the way that I think would be fun to pass on to you. But Mark, is remember, is our chief instructor, the the head honcho, the one we learn from. And so again, I am still a learner just like you. So it's kind of neat to have two perspectives. I bring you sort of the student perspective and Mark is, is our instructor bringing you uh, instructional material. So, uh, so my topic today is going to be a little different, but it's something Mark actually brought to me years ago and has stuck with me ever since. And that's why I thought of it because of a recent incident. And I'll tell you the whole story uh, of how this came about. So I don't know if you remember a part of my story in, in my background is that, you know, when I went to college, I you know thought wrestling was going to be my thing. And of course, I lost every match my freshman year. I don't know if you heard the rest of my background, but I was so bummed uh, by that. But that's what persuaded me and actually instigated me to go search around for martial arts instruction because I've always wanted to do that ever since I watched all the movies, which is not always the right way to go find something. But this time I you know, got inspired by the movies and I actually did something about it. So uh, that's when I met Mark. So by the Lord's doing uh, his plan, I, I got to meet Mark through that. You know, So I grew up Catholic, Roman Catholic, and we were what I would call staunch Catholics. We went to church every Sunday. My dad was very adamant about getting up no matter what, whether that's you're feeling good or whatever it might be on a Sunday morning. And we went to church service. And so... Uh, but, you know, there was a lot of unanswered questions I had. There was just that I felt there was more there than was being taught. And I just had a lot of unanswered questions and how things fit in. And again, nothing against denominations. Uh, I think that's great that they are introducing us to the Lord. Uh, but when Mark was teaching on his Wednesday nights, you know, after after workout at his old school, uh, we would hang out Wednesday nights and he would crack open uh, the Bible and and actually have studies prepared. We would delve deep into the word and something I'd never done. And uh, the more we did it, the more intrigued I got. And it just was a, a great way. There's, people would come from all over and sit around Wednesday night at his school. So his, his school, is martial arts school, was really like an outreach, uh, a ministry of his that he his calling was to help bring the Lord to the area through his martial arts school. So it was really a pretty cool combination. And I latched right onto that. And I, I loved it because I felt a lot of my questions were getting answered. So I really loved staying around Wednesday nights and I would stay until I fell asleep. You can ask him. It was, it was always the funny joke is 
while in school, you know, staying up late. Uh, th- this was a long night for me on Wednesdays. I uh, wouldn't come home till, I don't know, 11 or 12 or whatever it was. But I loved it. And after uh, college, I actually, as gracious as Mark and his family was, I moved in with them because I just loved being around Mark and trying to learn as much as possible. So during this time, this was after college, I was in my, let's just call it my work rebellion phase. Uh, I think I had 10 jobs in the 10 years following college. It's not that I didn't want a uh, job with my college degree, which was economics uh, from Lawrence, which was pretty decent college to graduate from, but I didn't get any of the offers that I applied for. And so I felt very disillusioned, a little disheartened that uh, one one day, uh, I think it was three of us from school, we we got a car. I didn't have a car during college and we traveled to a different city and we actually had interviews at this insurance company. I think it was for underwriting, believe it or not. And two of them got offers, and guess who did not get an offer? That would be that would be yours truly. And so it's not from lack of trying. I guess the Lord had a different direction for me. So anyway, I would find things to do, projects and work. So for example, I did construction, and you know, uh, Mark taught us a lot about building. Uh, we remodeled one of his places and learned a lot about uh, rehab and remodeling. And then I've done. Uh, painting, I did a lot of that, and then you know, waitering and sales of things, just you name it, uh, I was involved in it. And so, uh, but one day, Mark came to me during during all this time, and he said to me, "This question, which is the one that stuck with me ever since, and in fact until today." And he said, "Do you have insurance?" Simple question. And of course, I looked at him like, "No," uh, but I could tell by the look on his face. He was a little disgruntled, I guess, with my answer. And he he looked at me and he said, well, you know, if you don't have insurance and something happens to you, guess who ends up paying for you? And I was like, ah, you? And he's like, yeah. He's like, just think, if something happens to you, you have a medical emergency or an issue or the Lord calls you home and there's final expenses, guess who ends up paying for those things if you don't have insurance to pay for them? I do. Us, me, and all those that love you and around you that care about you end up paying for you. And basically, why are you stressing me with my finances if you didn't take care of yourself is what he was more or less saying to me. But he he always had a great way of saying it. Maybe I'm not saying it as nice as he did. But uh, basically, that's the thing. I didn't have insurance to take care of the major issues. So if something did happen that I didn't think about, I basically would be causing financial strain and stress on those around me because they would come to my rescue and pay for me, right? If I ended up in the hospital with a hospital bill or there were some funeral expenses or something, guess who would pay for those is someone that cares about me, right? So again, that was something that stuck with me and I always remember that. So of course he taught me all about insurance. You know, this is what life insurance, this is what major medical is. And as an entrepreneur or solo kid who didn't think, who didn't think anybody, you know, I didn't care. I was just me, myself and I. So why did I care if I had insurance? But when he brought up that point, it really changed things for me. And again, I never forgot what he taught me about that. So he taught me about insurance as you have life insurance, you have major med and you have property and casualty. And he went through the whole thing. Ironic enough, years later, when I did settle down into my first, my major career, I guess you will, I was, I did become a financial advisor. Uh, I did financial planning and advising for almost 20 years from 97 to 17, I guess it would be. And uh, so I know all, I was a certified financial planner and a chartered life underwriter and a certified estate planner. And so I eventually got into this as my career. So no, in no way am I giving, you know, specific financial advice today. I'm just giving you some food for thought 
in the Mike's re- in the Mike report. So, but anyway, it just really got me when I was younger. So maybe if you're younger, listen to this and you hear that question and you don't have insurance, just think this through a little bit or, or you haven't gotten it yet. The reason to get it is to alleviate the pressure of those around you that care about you and will jump in to help you when you fall into a, a tough situation. So that really, that really changed me a little bit. So, well, another reason I'm bringing it up is um, just recently, uh, my wife got into a car accident. So well, let me just step back. My wife is in the nursing field. She's been a nurse for forever, uh, 30 plus years. She knew this in high school. She was a candy striper. For those of you that know what that is, you know, watching on the hospitals, giving out meds and all that little candy striper. And uh, she went right on to her, you know, B-A-R-N, B-S-N, whatever it's called. Yeah, there it is, B-S-N. Uh, and then eventually went on for her MHA, the master's. And so she's a nurse manager and people report to her now and she's in the nursing field. But so think about this. People, if you got injured and you had no medical insurance, when you walk into an ER because you got shot, stabbed, you know, something happened to you, your arm's getting cut off, machinery, accident, whatever it might be, major deal, they whisk you in and they take care of you and then they ask you about insurance and payment, which just think about how great that is in this nation, um, in many nations around the world. Like you might not even have insurance, if you will, for medical events or emergencies, but you're taken care of, right? You walk in. Now, there's, there are private facilities, yes, don't get me wrong, but you go to a hospital like hers and you show up in the ER, they jump all over to take care of you and make sure they give you the best medical care they can to help you. And then they ask if you have insurance. But just remember, those that don't, right? Now, today, um, you know, with the laws, of course, the civil laws of the land, you have to have insurance after a certain age or you're working. With, and that, I, I see nothing wrong with that, by the way, uh, because guess who pays those bills in the end for those that have no insurance and get care. Well, it raises the cost for everybody else. So don't get me started on a rant because my wife works there and they talk about the collections and what those people go through. Uh, and maybe you're in that area of, uh, of the hospital work. And uh, in, in the end, you get care. And guess who pays for the cost of that is those that do have insurance. So, so we're going to talk about this. So we'll come back around, though, to that medical. So my wife, a couple weeks ago... This is very fresh. It's why it just, this whole scenario reminded me of what Mark taught me years ago. So my wife's home on a Friday coming home from work. She stopped at the grocery store. She's got some trunk full of stuff. She's sitting at a stoplight and uh, she's praying, she, you know, which is, this is great because this is what my wife is just, she does, she's a fabulous example of, we don't turn the radios on a lot in the car when we have it quiet. We, we use that as prayer time and I hope that's a little, maybe a tip for someone who needs to hear that. Um, but we try not to be entertained every minute of the day. We try to listen and pray. And, and she was using that time for prayer. She was watching the sunset, you know, it was behind her in the West. And she was just praying about the sun and, you know, being able to buy groceries and looking forward to a Friday night and at home and the weekend and just going through her prayer time. Now, somebody was in front of her at the light, right? This is a stoplight. So someone was in front of her, then she was second. And behind her was a police car. This is from a there were some police guys from a different uh, department driving through the city. It just happened to be right behind her. So their light turns green. Uh, the car in front of her was turning right. And she pulls out. She wasn't in a hurry. She was just going normal speed, going through her prayers, and just wham out of nowhere. Right from the left-hand side comes a car winging into her, crushed her the front end of her car, drove her up onto the sidewalk, uh, sidewalk on the side, broke, you know, smashed all the tires and the rims because she went up the curb, boom, like this. She hit the front end, 
into a little pole that was where you press the button to, you know, turn the crosswalk on if you want to cross. So she got crushed by that car. The whole front end is, is wrecked, right? She's calling. She called me. That's how I, I hustled over there. But you'd ever get that call. It was just in an accident. You could tell by the tone of the voice. You're like, oh, Lord, just make sure she's okay. You know, like I'm sure some of you have heard the, the sound of the crash and all that. You just know that's a tough situation, you know. Um, and so so I, I, you know, hustle over there. It wasn't too far from home. She was relatively close. Part about this is just a couple things. And one was a younger gal. I won't mention nationality, but younger person, let's just say, <clears throat> younger than us for sure, and uh, was in the car, was not injured. She was she was fine. And uh, my wife was just a little shook up, by the way, if those are asking thank you, if you were praying for her safety. She was, the Lord protected her. She was great. They didn't hit in the door panel or anything like that. It was just front end was, was crushed. Now, this is a 2007 Saturn Aura, right? Back in 07, uh, we bought this new, we were so excited because it's 12 years later. We're at 247-ish thousand miles, 247. Yeah, we run our vehicles. We take good care of them. We keep them. It was paid for, you know, we, we take care of our stuff. I have an 05 Ford. It's, um, you know, how many years? I just crossed 200,000 on that. So we keep our vehicles and it's paid for. We love it. Anyway, um, I guess I'm going into my little rant phase at this point because the young person who was able to get out of the car and it's safe. Now, again, don't get out of an accident. If it's terrible conditions, you're on a freeway where the cars are whizzing 75, 80 miles an hour and one foot from you, right? I get that. Do, do not get out if it's unsafe, okay? So don't take me, don't get me wrong there. But there's not. The traffic stopped. The cop right behind her put on his lights right away. Everybody was safe, safe area. They blocked it off when, you know, by the time I got there, there's, you know, everything's being moved around. It was, it was plenty of safe, safe zone. But this person never got out of the car to check on my wife to say, are you okay? Are you fine? You know, I'm so sorry this happened because she, she was clearly in the wrong, obviously. Uh, but that's not the end of it. Turns out she has no driver's license, right? No driver's license. And um, turns out later in investigation, that's not her vehicle. It was mom or grandma. I think it was grandma. I think it was grandma's car, which she was not authorized to use. She did not have permission to use the vehicle. And she has no insurance, right? So that's, so the rest of the story goes like this. Uh, so number one, she my wife is fuming that she didn't even come over right, to say, are you okay, right? The Lord said to us, right, that all laws boil down to the two things, right? It's very simple to remember. Number one, love the Lord God, right, with your whole heart, mind, and soul. You love the Lord, right? What's the second one? Everyone knows, love your neighbor as you love your, you love yourself, love your neighbor as yourself. So, like, wouldn't you be cared about the person that you just crushed in a car and go over and just check it out? Are you okay? I'm sorry. You, you doing fine? Hey, you know, you know, like talk it through, like be personable and friendly, like you actually care about your neighbor, which this didn't happen. So she's very frustrated by that. And so was I, obviously. And then in the end, um, you know, we've, so we get the letter from their insurance company. Of course, they deny the claim because she's not on an insurance policy, right? The grandmother's policy says, we're not paying you anything. We deny everything, deny the claim. Uh, you're not getting anything because she's not on the policy. She. Now, I don't know what happened. She didn't have a license and she wasn't authorized to use it. So I don't know about the civil side of it all. Uh, but the frustrating part is no insurance, right? So as Christians <laughs> that respect what the Lord said about obeying civil law, why why would you want insurance twofold? One, because the law says that and because in, we obey the civil laws of 
society so that we can be respected as Christians, looked up to, because we want to set a great example for those around us so they know by our actions we're Christian people. This is how Christians would do it, right? So I just remember that. But but number two, because what I just said about what Mark said is it stresses those that love you around you because they end up paying for things because you didn't get the insurance, right? So now that, yeah, so just it just was a little frustrating because sometimes you have to think about it. Who's insurance for? Not necessarily you, the insured. It's to prevent those around you from having to kick in the pot, right, to pay for you in stressing their financial lives because you didn't get the insurance. I'm not pointing to you. Maybe you probably have it. You probably know what I'm talking about. But again, being not insured for life, health, property and casualty, liability, whatever it is, is just taking a risk for you and your friends and your family and your loved ones around you that they're going to end up paying for you, right? Remember, insurance, who loves to pay insurance premiums? Nobody. I totally get it. But insurance is a leverage tool to help you manage risk, right? Now, this is my life underwriter person coming out at this point, right? It's a leverage tool, meaning you put a little something forward every month, every year, because a bigger sum can come later to you if an event happens. That's the risk, right? The risk of you got a major illness or major medical incident or you the Lord called you home, you died away, the risk of death or the risk of somebody falling on your sidewalk or whatever it might be, liability, right? So you got to think through... The insurances. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today is what Mark asked me. Do you have insurance? And hopefully that will ring true a little bit today. So I didn't mean to get on the old rant soapbox, but you know how that is when us law-abiding Christians are setting a good example. But that's why we do it is the two reasons. That's what the Lord would want us to do because we love other people in society, right? And we love the people around us. So they're not paying for our lack of care about ourselves. So if you're younger, you just got to think about, you just go search different options. Hopefully you can find the insurance that fits budget, whether that's life or the health, the med, the medical, um, whether that's car, automobile, renters, uh, homeowners, or whatever that might be, right? So check those out and hopefully that'll help you today. So that's it. Again, Mark got me thinking about this years ago and it's still staying with me today. So hopefully you got something out of this today. That's all I got for you. Uh, Take care, everybody. Have a great day and God bless. And that's it for today, my friend. Another Mike Report series episode of the Christian Warriors Academy, where we train Christians for battle. My hope is that this had helped you gain the mindset of a warrior with the heart of God. Now, something today resonated with you? Jump on over to our website and join our free 30-day membership trial at www.com. ChristianWarriorsAcademy.com. One more time, ChristianWarriorsAcademy.com. Hey, can't wait to see you over there. This is Mike, and remember, train hard and pray often.